Yo fam, welcome to Let's Go with Nick Pags, the series that's intended to educate, motivate, and inspire you to create dynamic change in your life by challenging your regular ways of thinking and your automatic doing. The stuff that you're just doing because you're doing it and you're not really paying attention to it. This series wants to check on those, to ask you, can you be more, do more, and create more in your life? So I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank you for your time and attention. And if you dig in it, please rate, subscribe, share, you know, all the good things. And if you're not, please do not tell anybody about it. Keep it to yourself. You can also keep up with me on Instagram at Nick Fit. I hope you enjoy the show. Let's go. What's up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Go with your boy Nick Pags. And uh, we got... An energy-filled guest today, shocker, my man, Mr. Eric Ivan Wilson. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> okay, so I'm really excited to have Eric on the show today because Eric is one of those people. I feel like I'm just in search for energy-filled people because that's what I keep bringing on to the show, man. But I'm not sure there's anybody who surpasses you. Oh friend. man, I love that. You are I'll the take it. energizer bunny. It's a bunny. switch, man. It's a switch. I gotta, I gotta switch. Turn it on when I'm in like some kind of fitness atmosphere. I gotta turn it off. And I can't be like that. Hundred percent. It's there tough. There you go. So, so Eric is a Barry's instructor. So I'm gonna let him give the full lowdown. Uh, but he's a Barry's instructor. We met. It was at a Rhone event. Was it another Rhone event? Shout out to uh, Chris Devine, Chris Nate Chekets, the squad, the Rhone fam. Um, Actually, before we dive into anything, before we get started, I got to give a lot of love to the family at Samsung. We are here in the Samsung 837 podcast studio. How dope is this? It is cool. It's phenomenal. There's foliage, there's friends, (laughs) there's microphones. It's awesome. So I want to give a big shout out to the partners at Samsung. You can follow them on Instagram at Samsung Mobile USA, Facebook at Samsung US, and Twitter at Samsung Mobile US. Uh, Big shout out to you guys for always being uh, just part of the team, man. They they believe in the Nick Pags Fit Let's Go mission. Let's go. And I'm so honored to be in this studio in this space. So thank you, Samsung. But let's jump into it, brother. Give right. us the lowdown. Uh, Who are you? What do you do? You've got 12 seconds. Go. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm Eric Wilson. Uh, I am a Barry's Boot Camp instructor here in New York City. I just moved to New York City about three years ago. I'm originally... From, I'll make this quick. I'm originally from South Jersey, uh, not the fist pumping area, the tomatoes and farms area. I got, I got, I have to make that clear. I am not the fist pumping Jim Tam laundry. I am a farm boy. I grew up like on lakes, fishing, you know, farms, tomatoes. Um, yeah, that's great. Ten minutes away from the blueberry capital of the world. Did that gives you any like near you know, where Angelo is from? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, yep. we talked about yeah. this. He went to the blueberry festival yes. recently. <laughs> yeah, our tomatoes. I'm telling you, they're the best in the world. There you go. But um, you know, that's where I grew up. Um, so I like recently moved out to L.A. about six years ago, right after college, and then Barry's boot camp actually moved me out here to New York City. Yeah, so they did. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, they did. That's sick, dude. It is cool. Um, exactly. So, I've never been here before. Before I moved to Samsung Eight Three Seven. No, to New York City. <laughs> that too. I never to came York to City. Samsung. I've never been to Samsung. New York. <laughs> well, that too. This is my first time. I was like, you know, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we yeah, know. No, yeah. no, we don't. And there's know no Nick. about ten thousand Nicks. They'll know now. Yeah. Now they know. Um, um, all right, so cool. So, but it's awesome. fitness instructor, give me a lowdown on um, what got you into fitness. How'd that happen? So you started in Jersey. You moved out to L.A. for? For 
the old acting modeling gig. I go. did it. I tried it. Uh, you know, I went to school for uh, biology pre-med, and I did that four years undergrad. And then wow. me and my two best friends, oh God, I could go in this forever, but I'll make it quick. Me and my two best friends didn't want to pursue graduate school or, you know, we came from like a very blue collar town. I mean, roofing, tiling, that's what we did. We were on a roof all summer. But after college, uh, we moved out to Hollywood, tried to do whatever we could. I tried to do the acting modeling thing. And actually, I didn't even know what group fitness was. Never even heard of group fitness. Really? And a friend of mine was in, he was a Barry's instructor out here in New York. And I needed a job because acting and modeling is like mm -hmm. so inconsistent. Right. I was like, man, I need a paycheck. I need to get something like some kind of yeah. income. And uh, he was like, yo, you'd be so good. You're so energetic. I mean, you've been lifting your whole life. All you do is work out. Like, you'd probably be really good at this Barry's thing. And I was like, all right, right I'll go check it out. And I went to the studio, West Hollywood. That's all they had. It was West Hollywood at the time. And I was like, what the heck is this? There's somebody on a mic. Like, the lights are out. There's a bunch of people in there. People are jumping around. I was like, I can't do this. But, um, you know. It, the first thing you do is like you always like just doubt yourself like the first I mean that's just that's just how I am like the first thing I'm like oh if I don't know how to do it I gotta like sit back and watch and right, like, yeah, right, I don't right. know how to do this I gotta let me sit back and watch for a couple minutes like before I jump into anything but uh, I applied. is that a competitive spirit that's like built yeah, in you Cause I, yeah because I, I don't want to lose I don't, don't want to lose yeah. I don't want to like, like get on the mic and bounce like, too early no. I want to wait till my time you know is what? right I never thought of it as a competitive thing I thought it always that was like a fearful thing like maybe I'm but it's afraid of like not being good or, right, right, right. you know, doing, like, I've never jumped on a skateboard before, probably because I don't want to fall off and look like a, you know, a doofus, a turd. You can you know? curse on here. It's okay. Oh, I can? Yeah. No, Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, I had to think about it. I was like, what can I not turd? <laughs> it was like a turd. I <laughs> turd Ferguson? I watched, but, I watched you hold it back. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what? I mean, I, I had to jump on it and I started to do it and I don't know. I loved it, you know? So a friend brought you in and... So I mean, I started at the front desk, and like, there's a whole story. Right, like, I never, process. you know, I went through like seven months of like, just training, tr being you know, around it, training, being around it. But I mean, the thing was, I never, I never knew. The only group fitness was like Richard Simmons. You know, right. I don't know. That's the only thing I ever heard. Yeah, of. That, like it's Zumba. Crazy. Like I never heard. You know, I never been in New York, so I never heard of like Soul Cycle. There's there was nothing in Philly. You know, I'm close to Philly. Remember, I'm from the country, so like, there's no stop lights and shit in my town you know these yeah. are sidewalks yeah it's really interesting now it's so, so hard to not to imagine a life where group fitness is like not crazy known because it's now crazy. we're so in it like i mean all day it, it's it's kind i mean like i guess you can consider like you know i grew up in like the i wrestled and played football my whole life so like it was kind of like a group training session you know we were all doing it together it was all very you know like encouraging and motivating and that's basically what group fitness is like being in like a community, a camaraderie of a bunch of people going through, I like to call it hell, mm -hmm. going through hell together, mm -hmm. you know, and having somebody instructed. We always had coaches yelling, screaming, doing those, you know, like pushing us. So it's it's basically just like the the team the team aspect of you know being in like a fitness like that's that's what we grew up on. Like if you didn't play sports and you didn't work out, like group fitness is like the it's like it's the exact same thing, you know. Totally. And that it's for a lot of people that's exactly what it is. It is the it's sport like that they never got to play, yeah. or the sport that they no longer play, and it's yep. their space to go back to team, to go back to community. To yeah, I mean, a lot of people like come on dates to bear. I mean, it's like it's crazy. crazy. It's it's cool, but I mean that's the same thing me and all my friends did. We you know we would go work out together always. I mean, just like yeah. the energy and. Having, you know, blasting music. I mean, that's what we did. So I, I kind of, like, subconsciously like, just grew into it, you know. But I didn't know. I was still doing the acting thing, and I did the group fitness, and I ended up being, you know, I guess kind of, you know, it's all subjective. Group fitness is very subjective. But, I mean, there's things that you can feed off, like music, energy, programming. So, like, I guess I did really well, and I got the opportunity to 
be out here in New York, and I took it. Yeah. You know, I'm closer to family. I'm. You moved here a year ago. Two. It's gonna be two. Two years ago. Two years ago. But it's also like, man, I I changed. Like, it's been such a 180 from like where I was to where I am now. Like, I'm. How so? Just like with like Instagram and social media and like you know marketing yourself and doing this like fitness thing. Like, it's fitness isn't very big in LA. It's not that big. Right. Right. I mean, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, like. It's not very popular. There's like cycling, like they just have like, you know, a few berries out there. I'm not sure like how like big the fitness industry is out there. Like New York's the Mecca, you know, yeah. everything's out here. Every In LA you're saying? Like it's yeah, not Yeah, I didn't think it was that crazy. No, it wasn't. Like at the time, you know, a I mean it's years definitely ago, built in the last it's few years. Big. But fitness itself and like health it's and huge out it's, there. Yeah, but well, I mean like the past ten years it's like Excellent. everybody works out. Now, like everybody works out, everybody eats healthy, everybody takes care of themselves a little more. It's pretty cool. It's, I mean, it's, it, but like, I'm sure you have, like, man, I've been working out since I was like, yeah, walking I mean, around, I, you know. I, when I was a kid, I was doing the 100 push ups, 100 sit ups, yeah. and like shoot for that 50 pull ups. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. do it at my house every morning before school. Um, not well, just every like, morning, yeah. lots of mornings, <laughs> but like, I, that was my man. And then it was like 200 push ups before I got in the shower. Yeah. And, that was like crazy to some people. I mean, as a kid, that's a weird thing to do most of the time. Yeah, I, I feel like you just want to go run normal. around and you know people play. Like, think about totally. what kids do now, like play video games, like right, whatever right. it is, you know, on their phone all the time. Like, man, yeah. I would like I'd be outside. Yeah, the my mom around. was like, "You can't do your homework until you go run outside." And I'm like, "Wait, what? This what? is backwards." But that was like <laughs> th- that's what my mom did. She was like, like "Get out of the house, get out of the man. house, go run around." Because we also had like yards. I had a yard and right, stuff, you know, right, which is very different than. New York City, city, but you could still find a way to get active and move. And that was for my mom. Like she, she knew I wasn't diagnosed with ADHD until sophomore year of college, but my mom really knew. She probably got it. I think everybody's got it. Everybody's got a little bit. She was like, Nick is not going to sit and focus and do his work unless he gets his energy out. And it's still the same (laughs) way. It's my mom's Like that's my mom's organic way of. Like fixing my ADD. She's like, you don't need medicine. Just go run in a circle. Yeah, just go run around until you get tired, and then you gotta sit down. (laughs) So I mean, it's always kind of the way it's been with me too. So, uh, so you're in LA. They offer you two years, two years ago to come here. Yep. Just Um, like teach full time for Barry's. How many classes a week? I mean, I was teaching three classes in LA. Okay. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't teaching at all. Um, That's all they had was like the one studio, and then now they moved me here. They gave me, you know, sixteen classes. Morning nights, you know, every studio I helped open up the Upper West Side. Right. And, uh, I mean, they always tried to push me to go to New York just because, like, my, my energy and the way I teach is probably better for fitting New York. For yeah, it's a little yeah. more fitting. And um, I just, you know, I, I was still trying to pursue the acting modeling thing. And, um, I mean, I was doing pretty well. It's just never consistent. You know, you yeah. can go on something in six months. They you find there's a lot of people. Barry specifically does a lot of searching for um, – talent through the modeling agencies the acting agencies yeah and uh and i mean it doesn't sound like that was kind of like the path to doing that it was like a friend who said you should come try this out yeah well i needed money i needed something like some source of income and he was like yo you'd be good at it and like i didn't know what barry's was he was like yo there's a i was i was asking him what he was doing out here and he was doing the acting modeling thing but he was like yo it's barry's you teach you know a few hours a day you know you write your programming you think of music he's like you you got that you could do that totally but um I mean, now it's funny because, like, as a young kid, like, all I did was lift. You know, eight, nine years old, I was in the gym, like, lifting weights. My dad was a big, you know, Mr. Teen USA bodybuilder. So, like, I got taught how to lift at a very young age. And I remember, like, telling him, I was like, man, like, 
I don't want this to be my occupation. And right. like he was always going to tell me, <laughs> right. this is like what you're good at. You're going to be good. You know, you're going to be I don't want to be that gym guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want right. to be that gym guy. Because at the time, I didn't even know what group fitness was. But I didn't want to be like a gym trainer or something. And, you know, here I am. Full-time so bears. Your, your life in that room, what do they call it? The red room? The red room. The red room. Hey, this is great because Barry's was uh, my main competitor when I was a uh, co-owner. Ripped, right? Ripped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love talking. I know a lot about Barry's. I did a lot of studying of Barry's. But there's something special about the style that you teach. And I've had a pleasure of taking your class at Barry's when we did the Rona The Rona event, yeah. Which was, was a, a long blast. time ago, too. That was a couple months ago. A different yeah. beast, I think. You know? it's, and it was so much fun. But what I love about it was the energy you bring. And my question oh, for you is like the style, dude, like what's your teaching style when you get into that room? I know for me, like I have a very specific way in which I think like I'm a motivator. I want to inspire. Yeah. I want to touch people beyond just like a workout. And you do very well. In and that. that's thank you. You do. That's my mission. Like that's where I set my foundation as. And and that's just how I teach classes. Do you kind of have a methodology or a focus when you walk in the room? Of course. Room? I that? feel the way, I guess it's a little addicting, but the way I teach is the way I like to be taught. There you go. makes sense. You know, I, I like mean, like, like I said before, I grew up in like the, the football wrestling, hard knocks, you know, it's going to be tough. Because I, you know, just like we can jump in, like fitness has changed a lot. And like for me, working out and... You know, it wasn't just like lifting weights and running and stuff. It was just like everything that we did was very hard. It was yeah. very difficult. You know, it, it, it is going to be hard. Like running, you know, a mile for time is it's freaking hard. It's hard. Lifting heavy weights is hard. Like to get where you want to look and to get like in tremendous shape and how you want, you know, it's hard. It's going to be hard. If it, The best thing, like if it was easy, everybody could do it. Yeah. You know, so like if I know my classes are going to be difficult and you know, they're, they're challenging and they're going to push you. So like the best way for me to help you push through that threshold, because I always say a lot, like your mind goes way before your body, yep. you know, like especially with running and that extra rep, like as soon as it gets hard, man, I want to, I want to stop lifting. I want to mm -hmm. drop the weights. Mm -hmm. I want to jump off and walk, but you can go a little harder. Right. You, you know, you can push past that, you know, extra 10 seconds instead of like hopping off the treadmill. You can run down, right, right, you know, right. you can, you can get a couple few reps. So like for me to push you through that threshold, like high energy, awesome music, beat dropping, you know, me jumping around in your face, like that put, that's what helps me like get past those extra reps or those extra 15 seconds of hitting that mile. And like, I, I just feel like I need that. I need that energy. I need that push. I need that in your face. Like, all right, like you can do it. Let's go, right. you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's how, that's, that's really how, and like, you know, it, yeah. Cause I mean, everybody has their method, you know, like I just don't, I, I, I'm, I don't work well with like low music or like people saying, all right, we're going to sprint in three, two, one. Like, man, I don't feel like sprinting. You know, does anybody yeah, yeah, really yeah. feel like, like trying to break that, you know, you know, trying to like threshold, push through that threshold. Barrier, right, Nobody right, right. really like, I don't get excited about it. I've yeah. been doing it for so long. I don't really get excited about feeling right. like I'm going to throw up. But having you know, like, somebody, but, but having, having someone there, like, you know, see, there to push really you, interesting. man, it feels good. And you feel like, you feel like so like just empowered after you do like after that, I, I listened to that, like David Goggins thing. I hate to bring it up, but it was so cool. Like he's saying like, like there's extra 15 seconds. Like when you're done that workout, you know, like, could you have pushed yourself extra 15? Absolutely. Like you're sitting in your bed sore and you're just thinking, man, I could have ran. Like 
I was so close to hitting them out. I was so close to like getting a couple reps. Like, could I have really done it? Like, yeah, probably could have. Like, look at me now. It's done. It's over with. I'm sitting in my bed relaxing, you know, like about to fall asleep. But like at that time, you know, you needed that extra push. And like that's yeah. what I'm there to do. Like help you push through that, you know. And that's, that is something that happens a lot in life. I think people give what they know they need. And that's really interesting. Like, like you, you know that what works for you is somebody in your face screaming at yeah. you like, let's go, let's go coaching. So you implement that strategy to motivate others. And what I love doing on this podcast, certainly with fitness professionals, is asking those questions. What's your methodology for motivating? How do you motivate? What works? And that often is the answer, like the blanket answer is I do what works to motivate me. Yeah, yeah. Because I know what it feels like. I mean, like. It's, it's very subjective. I mean, you're going to find, especially with group fitness, like you're going to find an instructor that you love that you can connect with. Right. And then you'll go to them. Like if you don't want me like, yelling and screaming, going nuts. I mean, I'm not saying that I yell and scream, but I'm just like a very vocal, very in your yeah, face. Yeah, you're like, fired up, But man. I mean, that's also like what I grew up with. And you know, it makes the reward like so much better. Like when it's like tough love and just like just like any sport, like man, the practices were way harder than the games. Yeah. They yeah. were so hard, you know, like getting like the games were the fun part. The games were the fun part. Yeah. That's the fun part, man. Like that's where you have fun. You're in tremendous shape. The practices were always grueling, hard. And then like the reward is the game because you get to like go and wrestle and your coach is pushing you and you win that you match. It feels so good. The right. celebration of like, Written you know, like think papers. about like, you know, you like not thinking you're going to hit that mile mark on the treadmill. Right. And then you do. And then you hop off and you're like, oh my God, like I just ran three miles in 30 minutes. Like that was like the best that, that I just PR'd, you yeah. know, like you feel like so accomplished after yeah. that. And like to do that, man, it's hard. Like, do you connect do that, that for your clients when people are coming into Barry's and taking your class? For me, I know that my mission is to, connect what they're doing with what happens outside the room so like yeah, you're in there for I that like hour that. Yeah. which is cute like it's fun we get yeah. a workout in dope and then you leave and go on with your day to me it's like no that 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 morning that you put an hour aside represents how your day yeah your oh 100 because i teach a lot of mornings i teach a lot of six and seven a.m's right and and like you can also like tell a lot about you know, I always remind them, you can tell a lot about how like, somebody is, like how they work out. Like, I'm sure if like somebody just works out to be like comfortable and like, yep. just to like, well, I ran a little bit today. I lifted some weights. You know, you can tell a lot about somebody like how, like when things get hard, like outside, like especially in New York, man, New York will break you down, you know? So it's like, it's a grind out here. So like when things get hard, like, are you going to like just pack it up and leave? Or, you know, you're going to work to try to get that extra, you know, whatever you're doing with your job or like. It like you can really relate like how someone works out to how someone like their like their Lives work their ethic. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like if you work your butt off and try to you know try to get that extra mile, try to get like a little heavier in the weight room right. and like push yourself, I promise you that person probably works their ass off in yeah. you know at their it's occupation. It's really you know? interesting. This is something I do with my clients a lot. Is if they're in a funk or even like my family members, friends, and we're talking about something and they're in some type of shit and I do this for myself. It's hard, always harder to do it for yourself than to oh, support others. But I often look at like one challenge and I say, can you go just a little bit harder? Can you try just a little bit more? Can you make one shift, one little improvement? And in that workout with that client, that one rep where he normally would have dropped the weight or she would have given out on that squat or whatever, yeah. she does one more, or he pushes out one more, sprints for another five seconds. We have that conversation. Like, I want you to see that you're in a funk and if you can just push through the threshold of what's normally stopping you, just like do it once today. 
do it once today. That starts to come into like you walk home and normally where you would just sit and like, you know, go to sleep before putting your clothes away. Yeah, yeah, like, like doing laundry and you put it on. You're like, oh, do the just fucking do the laundry. One, yeah. Just do it. Like get that one, like fold those clothes, put them away. What does it really mean for your life folding those clothes? Nothing. Nothing, yeah. But what does it do to your mindset? Yeah. Everything. You start to tough, pay attention to the, to the small details, the minute things. Yeah. So if you're in a funk and you're listening to this and like a lot of people go on to this show a lot of the listeners have a mindset of like, look, man, I need to get fired up. This is a good, like, I know Nick will motivate me. Let me put turn on. Let's go. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, listen, I w- if there's anything you could take from this, snag that idea of one small little thing that you weren't going to do or that you were going to back out on or go half ass on. Do it 100% today. Just try it. And that will kick your butt into gear a tiny bit. It's one way of trying this. I'm not saying this cures all and like you're good. Yeah, but it's just one step to like improving whatever like funk you're in. Because I mean, I get in so many funks, you know, like just being out here, up and down, up and down, you know. And like there's a like little thing like every day, it sounds silly, but just like, you know, putting your clothes away. Every day I make my bed before I leave. Yep. 100%. It takes, dude, it takes like 20 seconds. But you know, it's funny. Like if you ask a lot of people, they probably don't make their bed before they leave, you know? Yeah. And, And that 20 seconds... Does it mean anything? Truthfully, no. Probably not. But yeah. what it does for your life when you leave that morning saying like something I didn't want to do got done. Yep. And out of principle and integrity, if nothing else, principle and integrity because it's the right thing to do because it's my value system. I finish and complete jobs. That's who I am. And the bed making is one little way. Just like committing to making six figures this, this year. Like that's one big way to do that and like following through with that or – I don't know, like building a non-for-profit business or something. Like you want to do a huge task like that? Check. This is something uh, I was having a conversation with, I think, my brother recently um, about this. Check how someone does the small things. It'll show you the type of person that they are in the big things. Yeah. And that's why, like me and Chris Howell actually just started working together. We were talking about Chris before the show. Yeah. Um, and What up, Chris? What up, Chris? <laughs> what up, bro? Let's go. Him and I have been working together on some things, and I'm very picky with who I invite to, like, into my space to work with. I I'm friendly with everybody. I want to hang out with all people and like connect and whatever. But when it comes to work life and like getting stuff done, I'm very picky about who I spend time with because they're gonna rub off on me. It just happens yeah. the people you're around. You're you're the so average of the me, five people you spend the most time around. There man. you go. Like that cliche to me is super so real. So true, man. So when I get around Chris because he's a hard worker, because he's committed, because he's smart, he's always challenging himself in the workspace. Because of that, I was like, feed I want to get in his space. Yeah. I want to be around that. So that is huge. Like, who are you hanging out with? Who are you getting near to? Um, to motivate and inspire you to create what you want to create in your but life. But you can you also know? like revert that back to working out. It's like everybody has like a little partner they work out with. You always want to work out with someone who's gonna probably work out a little harder than you. Yeah. I've always like been around people. Like I've always worked out with like kids that either were just as intense or were a little more intense to me. Because yeah. man, it'll help you push yourself to get like that extra, that extra mile or that extra rep. I mean, it's, it humbles it, you too. Yeah, man, it humbles, it humbles you. you. Um, it's like we did that Roan workout the other day. Oh, that's so cool. I we were talking so it. we were talking about this Roan workout that we did. So Roan, the the uh, clothing line, they run 
amazing community events every two weeks or so, pretty much. Actually, yeah. recently it's been like it's every been every week. week. Thank God. Get and they just invite there, a man. bunch of group of guys from the fitness community because it's a men's clothing line, and they throw them in a gym and they run us through a workout depending on the space. Which is such an awesome concept. Such an awesome idea, dude. It's been because such a blast. It's also like very like I I've, now that I've been out for two years, like. The fitness industry is so competitive. It's like, who's doing what? And, like, you need to go here. You need yeah. to. I mean, it's just it really what I think is you just need to get, like, consistent. Like, it might be cycling. It might be boxing. It might be berries. It might be working out. Just to do anything consistently is what's going to help you. Just you go know? get consistent. So, but back like, to the road. That, so that event was hardest one. They huh? called it death by squat. It was just Ooh. horrible. Like, three minutes. If you're watching my Instagram story, you saw it. Three <laughs> Three minutes, max effort at 175 pounds for squatting. God. I got like 48 on the first round. Three-minute break, two minutes all out. I got 23 of them, and then two-minute break, and then one minute all out, and I got 17 of them. And I remember, let's go. I remember the last two squats. I did not win, by the way. Damn, Jared Smith. He's Damn so good Jared looking. Smith. He's so tall. He's like a foot taller He's than just, me. He, the only, literally the only thing wrong with him is he likes cats. That's it. I'm allergic. I don't like cats. Same. I hate them. Oh, They're God. gross. They're rats. Um, I hope They're nobody rats. has any followers on that one. <laughs> so They're cute, I guess. He he beat me. But other than that, I was like cooking. And I remember squatting and saying to myself, dude, I got 88 squats in six minutes. I would have got 48 on my own. Oh, 100%. But because but the energy. Dude, everybody the guys was, are around. Oh, like, God. You got this. Let's go. Ah, like screaming. Yeah, Eric wasn't even the there. Energy. <laughs> I would have been probably <laughs> hopping on your dangerous. back. Like, yeah. It would have been extra dangerous. 70 pounds. Yeah, so it was a blast. Um, but that, my point is, get the right people around you. It's remarkable what you can do. And it's more work at the time. So I still can't walk. That was like four or five days ago. I still can't walk. And I knew that was going to happen. Like, And I was feeling the breakdown. But I was like, yo, I, I never would have gotten to this level of workload without Energy, these man. guys it's around a, me. It's addictive, man. It's addictive. I mean, think about it. Like, Just like saying that I teach these morning classes – it's 6 a.m. I wake up at 4.30. I am super tired. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter. I don't know if it's like if viewers listen. I don't care what time I fall asleep. When I wake up at 4.30, I'm still I am dead, dude. I am dead. And I get to class Sorry. and everybody's like, how the hell do you like have so much energy? And I'm like, first of all, it's for you. It's my job. It's my occupation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being paid for energy. You know, like yeah. I, you know, like it's my job. Yep. Like, why do you work? I don't yep. know. Because it's your job. You know, like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> But I mean, if you if if it were me and I had low music, low energy, nobody would work work as hard as they did. And yeah. my six and seven a.m. little shout out to my six and seven a.m.ers, they are dude. My classes, I'm trying Please. to make them throw up, <laughs> and they are badass. They are so good. They are so good. But they, I mean, like it, you can tell, like it's me yelling, jumping around, going wild. You know, individualizing people. Come on, care you can bring it up, blah blah. But it's six a.m. That's a lot, man. It's a lot. So I'm basically their coffee in the morning, you so know? So what is – that's a great statement. I'm their coffee in the morning. I'm their I coffee in the morning. I so am. So what is it that – because truthfully, and, and I've said this about a f- couple people on the show that, like, they're Energizer bunnies. It's why I have them on the show. I don't know if I've ever met anyone who's constant like, Poppy Livers is – do you know Poppy? No. Dude, he's you two in right? the same room would be dangerous. Oh, God. I think he's the only other person. <laughs> like, me, him, and you. Let's have the energy off. Room, Let's have the energy off. Would light up New York City. Oh, like, I'm out of like, my mind, Connect man. all the electricity to us. We could be the source of all electricity. Yo, it sounds silly. I'm sure your question is, like, wh- what is it? Where do I get it from? Yeah. I've been like this my entire life. I have no idea where it came from. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have no I idea. Think, I want to say, folks. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, you can ask anybody. I have been out of my mind my entire life. Loud, wild. I think, I hate to say it, but maybe it's because of my height. Yeah? If you don't know, I'm very short. How but, tall are you? 5'4"? Uh, damn. I thought you were going to be like 5'7". I'd be like, <laughs> I was right. No, yeah, 5'4". I was a good guy. I'm good with that. I I, do I feel like I look guessing. taller. <laughs> he looks like six foot. I, look, I definitely he, am a lot louder. He's got the swag of six seven. Oh yeah, so seven nine. <laughs> uh, but I've always, I mean, like all obviously, my friends are all taller, and I've always been like the energy guy. You yeah. know, I've always been like, I don't know, my personality was it like, is just like, like very big. Interesting. So it was I'm, like a make, I, I'm making up for height. In like, I hate that. I'm making up for height. I know, but it make, sounds weird but to yeah, say. But that's like, why I didn't want to say. But I think it could be, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe like I because had to be the loud. Because when I'm young, like when I was young, like I had to be the loud one to stand yeah, out, you yeah. know? I mean, for real, I walked into it. Oh, this is great. But I'm so I nauseous into, with it. Where was it? Throwdown that we did a workout? Uh, oh, I wait. No, everybody. No, wait. The one with the foreman guy? That might have been the first one, right? Wherever it was. Or the rock climbing one? And I hear, and I hear screaming like and i know <laughs> whose voice it is he's like yeah what's up baby? and i'm like i know exactly who this guy is and and i'm dying because i'm looking across the heads and i don't see, you don't him, see him but I then pop out somewhere the, 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 the wave of guys parts and there's eric like popping around like, <laughs> what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> and i'm like yo but you know it's like that man makes up for dude. height in in presence like you have presence when you walk in the room people know you're there I, and, and i do i you know what like a lot like also i think it's because like i just want like everybody to just like be happy and have a good time and just like be like i like if if i'm not the life of the party like someone else should be because like going to like especially like with working out man it's hard to like get yourself motivated right I mean, for me, I just, it's, I got to motivate myself, you know, I got to pump myself up. It's tough. Like going into like a bears or going into like, I'm sure like one-on-one with you would be fucking terrible, you know, like <laughs> I see what you and Devin do. I'm like, I would like oh, die. Man. So like, you got to really like psych yourself into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're like down, it's, you got to get pot, like you got to get positive. You got to, if you're hot, if you come into a class, like as soon as I open the door, I'm like, let's go. I'm like, I'm giving high fives, grabbing people, shaking them. I don't even know them. I'm like, let's go, you know? Hi, but America. Man, what's your yeah. name? <laughs> like, it'll pump you up, man, yeah. and it'll get yeah. you. It'll get you rocking. Music loud, high energy. That is what, like, that's what working out should be about. But that's like, a, if you go I, in, it's like, man, like you lollygag the first minute. You're like, all right, how do I get like myself like right, into it? Right, right, right. That's why these group fitness classes are so cool, man. But I gotta celebrate you because there's a lot of people who talk about needing more energy in their lives. So this is huge. This is actually a huge point. It's coming to me right now. It's like there's a lot of people who talk about I need energy in my life. I need like connection and community. Like how do I create? How do I feel more energized? I've been drinking this much water and this much coffee and I'm eating healthy and like I don't feel more energy. It's like a Eric mindset, took a, man. A, 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 he took on the responsibility and you just heard him say it. Yeah. Someone's got to be the life of the man. party. The, you gotta have a the hype energy man. of the room. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but when it comes to wanting certain things in your life, are you asking for someone to bring it to you or asking for it to happen? Or are you saying, if I want something in my life, I'm going to be go it and create do, it? Do it. Yeah, dude. And you're like, I always want that energy in my life. I want positivity, so I'll be that And guy. it'll feed off. I mean, remember, like like you said, like when I came in, I was yelling, and then all of a sudden, you started yelling and screaming. I was like, all right, we got another one. Eric's like, what's up, man? I'm like, what's up, man? Uh, what's up? I'm doing backflip. Did a backflip. This is great. So it me, was and Eric, good, me and Eric man. learned how to do backflips together. Oh, God. And, 
<laughs> what was it? Yo, we you learned them together. It's really funny. Oh, it's so funny. Yo, that's how like I do like anything. I just like try to muscle through it. You yeah, know? Like, there's no form. Like, like your form is great. Yeah, like, I was oh, taught... you should see like when I lift. Like I'm like yeah. I can't hang me. I'm like. <laughs> I'm just like trying to throw it up, but that's like how it is. Like I have no form. I mean, I do, but like when it comes like backflips or like, I'm just trying to like muscle through that flip. I'm like, I almost hit my head. (laughs) He may be short, but he is a thick (laughs) meatball. They call me the meatball man. Uh, um, but yeah, I like. I remember we, we learned how to do it we together. learned how to do backflips together. You like looked really party. elegant and the, nice. Not at the beginning. Now I do. I look yeah, damn nice. elegant now. I still bro. gotta do that stupid challenge. I look. It's gotta get in the water. I can't even get and like. Yeah, you gotta go check remember, out the backflip like, I gotta get like in a really short pool. You know, I'm not trying to get your height. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, that'd be like up to my like chest. <laughs> it's gotta go up to your knees. That's all. Ugh. So yeah, I did. I did a backflip challenge. You gotta go on my Instagram at Nick Pexfit. Duh. And uh, and <laughs> go there and check out the backflip challenge. It's a couple couple posts in right now. It's uh, it's pretty savage. It was the it water. So the cool. water was above my knees, and I did a backflip and landed it. And I, I, I tagged Eric. I was like, "Get it done." And he's like, "Damn shit, <laughs> can't do that." <laughs> oh. oh man, backflip squad. So yeah, we there would be like we would walk into any room, and I'd be like, "Eric," he'd be like. You're not doing a backflip, are you? And I'd be like, Oh yeah. We would just we would just like, like, yo, what's up, Nick? And then we do a backflip. What's up, man? You guys doing backflip? <laughs> backflip. <laughs> that was great. good. So four thirty wake ups, that's something I'm very familiar with in oh. the fitness industry. Like just in general. Also, I don't have to wake up at four thirty. That's just what I do. I really don't have to. I can't wake up and go. I can't wake up and go. I like can't do wake it. up ten minutes before your class. Oh uh, yeah, and do it. dude. Like, I'm happening. still like zombie. Like yeah, first yeah, ten yeah. minutes. So I wake up. Like I look over my routine. I look over my music. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. I make maybe make some breakfast. I drink some coffee. And then like twenty minutes later, I walk to work. You know, like I can't like I don't know how people can just wake up and yeah, go. Yeah, you gotta like you know, have I'm still your like face. I'm still like out of it the first ten minutes. So I gotta do like. Do you have like a morning routine? I mean, you just kind of gave yeah. us a lowdown. But do you have a a morning routine that if you don't do it, you're kind of a mess? Yes, I've been starting to do this, and I told a few people, and they started doing it, and it worked. I don't even know where I got it, but I wake up and immediately. Because I mean, what do you do when you first wake up? When, like, I mean, the first thing you do. Do you, you grab like, your phone? You grab your phone. Yeah, a lot of people. And you, no, so yeah, what you're you saying do. is grab your phone. Yeah, you grab your phone. You look at Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Look at shit. I mean, you stuff. Gotta see his face right now. Because like, <laughs> like, I know, like, I know, I know. Right? You grab, you grab your phone. Your phone say that. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah, I grab my phone. Of course, I wake up and I say like a few positive things about myself. Hell, dude, it works. It freaking works. I wake up. I'm like, I'm a fucking. Oh, excuse my French. I'm like a bad mother effer. You're gonna kill it today. You made a great routine. The clients are gonna love it. They're gonna like. They go in every day waiting for your energy. You're gonna be a wild man. You're a beast. You're gonna wake up. You're gonna kill this day. It's good to be alive. And then I wake up and I'm like, yo. So I am a fucking beast. Here's the problem. Cause I mean, <sighs> people say that's bullshit. Yeah, I thought it was. Listen, I am Mister Thinks Tell us. everybody's bullshit. Go ahead. Okay. I am like Mister so Like that. Cause you know I. Ugh. Because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know what else to do. I'd wake up and I'd look at my phone. And I'd be like, oh, Instagram, email. People are doing shit. Nobody's doing nothing because it's 4.30. And like, turn my alarm off, wake up. You Like, what do you do? Like, you wake up and think of nothing. You like, you just wake right. up and go through the motions. And honestly, the first, uh, to be honest, all right, well, I'll be really honest. The first thing I think it was like, fuck. <laughs> this yeah. sucks, yeah. you know? I don't want to be up It's negative. Right now. The yeah. first thing you think of is something negative. You're yeah. like, fuck. If the first thing you're doing is oh, going on Instagram God. in the morning, you're literally going, Dude, let me tell I you what you're doing in the morning. Listen to me, folks. <laughs> you are signing on to a device 
to check how your life is not in alignment with what you think it should look oh, like. Man. And what you're doing is starting Comparing your morning on a foundation oh, of, so hey, your life is better than mine because of X, Y, and Z. That's how you're starting your day. That's Yet we're confused terrible. as to why you're low in energy. You feel depressed. like crap. You're cranky. We're depressed. Like, dude, if you're going on to check everybody else's life and how it's better than yours, duh, you're going to feel like shit. Man, I'm not good at the. I'm like, you're really, really good at social media, man. I love watching like your stories and stuff. I love, but I, I'm not good at it. Like, I just got into it like when I moved to New York, and I am not good at it. Like, I remember I still you saying think, that. Like, I don't do social media that much. Not that you, I don't do it, here. and I'm like, but it's now just you like, do. I, I get. I, but when you weren't here, when you moved in, here, what was your deal with Instagram? Like nothing, nothing. Right? Posting I remember you talking me and my to me friends about drunk. That. You know, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like dumb. It was nothing. Like, what's up? Let's go. Um... It, and, I mean, I just like, I, I don't like, I try my best to not like be on my phone a lot, man. Life will pass you by, you know? Like, so here's the interesting thing. So I play devil's advocate on both ends of this argument. Yeah, I think it's great. Look, social media is a shit. I mean, like. It's amazing. It's great, but it's also dangerous. terrible. It's dangerous, man. You could be on your phone, like, doing this all day. You know, like, I, if I walk around the city, I run into so many people I know. I love going up and, like, talking to people. If I was on my phone, I would miss, like like conversating with every client that goes to my class. Right. I'd and like, to me, to me, the discussion is presence. Like, are you yeah. being present to whatever you're doing? So if you are taking time on your phone for 20 minutes, like you want to attack the Instagram thing, or you want to focus on, on answering emails or doing whatever we could talk about social media, like going and creating a story, go do that and be fully present and committed to it because, and this is what I sold my parents on because they used to yell at me all the time. Like, before, Love not before friend. Instagram was hot, but before it became a little more like acceptable yeah. that people were on social media all the time. They were like, why are you on the phone all the time? And oh, they're like, you're, you're not paying attention. You're not yeah. present here. And I'm like, no, no, no. Listen to me. I'm present here when I'm present here. And then I'm present to the phone when I'm present to the phone. <laughs> and, and that's important. Good way to think about it. But let me tell you why that's important. Because I wake up and I'll have 20 DMs saying like, yo, man, that thing you posted yesterday really change the way I think about my life and I have a different, more yeah. powerful Yeah, you know when I look at that, like when I'm cooking or like, right. you know, like when I'm like, like or like folding laundry, like or yeah. doing doing something where like I can like kind of multitask. I can't wake up, like we kind of got off of like, I can't wake up and look at my phone and then think like, oh, this is fucking shitty, like 4.30, yeah. what am I going to do? Oh God, I got to yell and scream in an hour, this sucks, I got to walk, it's cold and it's early and I'm freaking tired. I would wake up like that every day every yeah. morning and then I'd go into class and I mean I, sw I flipped the switch but like I'd go into class like oh my god here we go again like you know like so like if you wake up and say a few positive things and really like really think it like yo I'm a fucking beast who else is waking up at 4 30 and about to like uh, celebrate yourself. you know like kick this class's ass hell yeah and you know like a lot of people are like are very like adamant and very happy about taking my class so like if I go in there negative That'll feed off. So I got to go in positive. I got to go. I'm like, yo, you, you ready? Because it's going to be super hard. Right. And I'm I'm up. I'm yeah. up. I've been up. You know, like, get, get ready. on my level. You know, Let's get go. ready. Like, you don't even, yeah, you know. The positive, so. the positive affirmation thing. When I say it's so important, I mean, so I went to a, um, this guy's actually going to be on our podcast or we've had a verbal commitment from him. Uh, he's a soul cycle instructor and just a phenomenal person. Great energy. And he did a talk the other day at Lululemon. We're both Lululemon ambassadors. So I went to support him at, uh, I want to say it was the Is there a name? Fifth Ave location. His name's Noah Shaw. Um, 
and we met at Lulu Ambassador onboarding. And the thing that he talked a lot on Ambassador Day about his story, he's got like a crazy story. Like the type of shit where you're like, why is this dude still standing? Like yeah. he's been through some stuff. Like talk about a wild story. So he says he did a whole talk on gratitude. And he said, wake up. And the thing he does in the morning is he writes a list. And he does this in different parts like throughout his day. And I don't want to dive too deep into it because he will be on the show. Yeah, we'll have this conversation. But taking time to either do like positive affirmations or just what you're grateful for, like a gratitude yeah. list. Because your mind goes there, your focus goes there. And then you live your day in this focus of like positivity and optimism. And, and it's like instead of looking at – Oh, I have to go to work because I have to make money because I have to have a 401k because I have to be retired by 63 because I have to. And like all these have tos and he changes it to like, I get to be alive today. I get to do what I choose. I get to go eat a really yummy breakfast. I get to call my family and friends. And like you think of it in a get to mindset and it really shifts things totally, which is what you do in the morning. Yeah. It's just like tough to think about because I mean, where I'm from, like, life it was so simple. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm from the country. Like we just, like, country, wake yeah. up, <laughs> the day, you know, run outside, the outside, you know, yard, beautiful. Right. Didn't, you know, go to work, get on the roof, do whatever, come back, eat dinner, go to sleep, wake up. But, like, being in the city, you just, like, automatically get, like, a lot of pressure. You yeah, know? Dude. Like, there's, like, and, like, and that's, like, why, like, this social media thing can be, like, the devil's advocate. It's, like... It's a beautiful thing, but it's also like, man, you get a lot, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. You see like all these people like with their abs and they're doing this and they're eating that and they're just so, they just see, they're in Bali and they look so, their life is so great. Like that wasn't like how I grew up. You know, we didn't have cell phones like when I was tiny, you know, like young. So like you just put a lot of, but it's, it's, it's tough to get away from like all the pressure and all the like the everything that like overwhelms your life. So it's just like how you perceive, like, what do you want to do with your life? Like what, like, what are you trying to do? And I think about it every day. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, like, am I going to be the fittest guy in my whole life? Probably not. Yeah. You know, who knows? But it's just like this, this city, man, it's tough. It's intense. And, and what I challenge people to do when it comes to social media, it's like exercise. If you abuse it, it's really unhealthy for you. Oh, my God. How yeah. many clients have we seen where, like, you know, a guy or a girl walks by and you're like, yo, that is an unhealthy type of anorexic. Like, they're not taking care of themselves. <laughs> like, they're they're in here working out twice a day at a Barry's Boot Camp or Ripped or Performance, wherever it is. Like, yeah, I've seen <laughs> people, like, cutting on a treadmill that I'm like, yo, you need to eat before you get on yeah. the and And I probably sound really ignorant right now. But my point is you can abuse good things. So like you can use exercise as a really great thing and it's healthy and it clears your mind and keeps you alive longer, but it can be abused. Social media is that. And it's our responsibility as adults, as adults looking after kids using it to be on top of things like how you use social media. So it can be a poison in your life. If you sit there and you have a highlight reel of all the shit that's like, oh my God, uh, why don't I have lips like this girl? And why don't I have a butt like her? And why don't I work? Like, I don't make a million dollars. I might, yeah, I, 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 I probably it's sound so into it too. Easy to but you know, like, I try into. to think like, whatever they're doing, psh, ain't got nothing to do with me. There you go. You know, it, it sounds, it sounds yep. terrible. Like the way I'm phrasing it, I'm sure is not the best way, but it's like, yo, whatever that person is doing, 
Like they're taking selfies and they look great. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like you got to focus on yourself. Like you got to be a little selfish mm -hmm. in this world. You know, like you just can't put all your time and attention into why you're not like. Yeah, somebody. everybody's different, man. It's tough, and it's tough to like steer away from that with everything that just gets thrown in your face, like social media and seeing people in classes and like you know, like they're going faster, they're stronger. Who cares? Yeah, you gotta like you gotta focus on you, and that's like it's tough to do that. It's tough to put yourself first. It really is. It's you know? different for everybody too. So if you're a social media whore and you can't get off, it, like there are times I had to literally because it was natural for me to pick up my phone and without thinking, like I would no intention of going on social media. I would open my phone just like you would click your password to go into your phone before Face ID. Like you would type it in, and then, and then you immediately go, and then you scroll, scroll and, and you're then you get on something, and then you're like, before, like, "Oh, it sucks you in, man." And I was there before I even meant to sign on, and I said I gotta put the app deeper. In. So like I created a folder, and like I put it behind oh. other apps in the folder, just so I had to thoughtfully. Go through the process of go in there. It's like, damn, I gotta make a password. I gotta open this up, make another password. <laughs> and there's ways if you struggle with it, like go on your settings and say 15 minute timer. Yeah, there app. is a timer thing. Like, I there's saw that. that. But, but my point is, you, you get sucked into people get sucked into doing the same thing on repeat, and it's a way to. We talked about presence before. Like, it's a way to avoid what's going on in your life. Yeah. You can aimlessly and mindlessly scroll through, double tapping all day long and avoid what's actually going on in your life. And then like next thing you know, it's an hour later and like, yay, I didn't have to pay attention to the shit I'm not doing in my life for that hour. I just stared at a fucking phone for that. Time. Also, you know, I've been like, you know, lately I, you know, I've been going out to eat like a lot lately and I see like people just on their phone the whole time at dinner, a family, crazy, It'll be like a young kid with parents. And I'm like, yo, what are the parents looking at? Yeah. Like that 60 year old lady's like on Facebook. Like, what is she doing? You know, like, what does she got? What is she but doing? It's, it's here's the thing. Weird, and man. This is coming I don't full even like circle. talking about it. Cause this I hate is coming media. full circle though. Talking about like Eric saying he is the energy that he wants to see. So if he goes into a room, he wants energy in that room. He's going to choose to be the energy. If you are a parent or you're a kid where like your friends around you are not being present and they're focused on their cell phones all the time or on social media constantly, just be the change you want to see. So like, yeah, like literally get put the phone them. down and be like, come on, let's go for a walk or, hey, I want to ask you a question or get in people's space so that you're <laughs> not like both on the phone. But a lot of people, they're like, everybody else is on the phone. So, so I'll take mine I'll out. Check it out. But then oh, the person so next silly. to you is saying, well, Eric's on the phone, so I might as well go on the phone. No but if way. you put the phone down and you are the you're creating the space to be more present, then more people will be present around you. Be the change you want to see. Stop bitching out and asking everybody else to do it for you. That's my rant. Whew. Man, I hate... I, it's dangerous. Tough, so so tough. my final thing about social media, because I want to move on. My final it, thing is not get off it. Like, I'm <laughs> an advocate for it. For me, and it's different for everybody, I know I needed a month break. So I took... I ended up taking two months of zero posting. I post on my story here and there, but it was like December, January... I literally didn't, there was a gap for like two months that I didn't post, not once. And you have to, if it's your business and I got That's it. That's what like I'm saying. Like if it's your business, then go, listen, by all means, you got to do it. But like, if you're just post, like, if you're you on it just to just get to on like it see. so that you are paying attention to it, like there's, are you getting anything from that? Are you creating anything? Yeah, are you so like helping anybody? Challenge yourself. Means, like you know? that's why the, the social media feels good for me when 
I'm going out of my way to create um, something that's positive for people. Yeah, that's you a know? good point. So you like, know, I, like, really the only, like all really my stories are just like reposting people that took my class and saying, right. yeah, just kill me. You know, it makes them like seem like, look, man, I see that you killed it. Like, yeah, I'm going to repost you. it because it shows like, look, I saw that you did well and you're, I'm acknowledging you that I saw you do well in my class, right, right. you know, instead of me being like, yo, good job. And, I, like, look, and I, I see your post. I know you're badass. I also look at like, um, social media as there've been people who have just done things in my career as a fitness professional to simply to do the right thing. Like they've just had my back. I remember Barbara Cullen who passed away. Uh, what is it now? Almost 10 years actually. I think that's crazy. She was the first woman who hired me in the fitness industry when I was 17. And she just, she said to me, like, if you work really hard in this space, you're going to be really special. And this is when group fitness was on the rise, but it's not what it, I mean, now it's now like it's exploding. Like but this is in a time where she was like, you can really change lives doing fitness. And yeah. I was 17. And they have that woman who was an experienced fitness professional. And um, at that time, she was the manager of the fitness space that I was in at, at Club Fit and Briarcliff, a 5,000 member gym. Like she was the queen of the fitness space in there and um, older woman. And she was just, she believed in me, man. And having somebody do that, gives you that like extra affirmation that you're like, you know, and she didn't, and she didn't have to. No, of course not. Right. But what I'm saying is the social media for me is my way to give someone something of value for free. Like I can put on fresh motivational content. I can say something that's going to keep someone from like hating themselves that day. I can get people thinking about the way they're treating the people in their lives and maybe checking themselves and not being a dumbass anymore. I can put (laughs) up a video that like can clearly help someone. It's true. And I've been helped. So like to me, that's how I look at social media. So the question isn't is social social media bad or good? It's what you make it's like, it. What, yeah, it's how you use it. It's how it, you really. choose to put it in your life. And that's another thing that like I really like makes me appreciate my job. Like so many people message me or like tell me like, look, man, you've like changed my life. Like, oh yeah, I never thought I could do this or lose weight or run or do like I didn't think I could do anything. Right. And like me yelling like that's like that's another reason like why I wake up and do everything I do. You know like. I probably need to put myself a little, you know, I need to put myself first a little much, like a little, a little more, more yeah, just because, yeah, yeah. like, it's, da- it's, it's, the you know, it gets dangerous, you know, it gets dangerous. Like, right man, now. I catch myself, like, not, like, working out as hard, not eating as healthy. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to, like, put myself first a little bit. But, like, that's how I've always been, man. Yeah. It's like, that's why I give off the energy. That's why, like, I always am, like, going nuts in my classes. I always try to, you know, put someone else first. Maybe I can help somebody if, like, I, you know, shout a little, you know, louder, or jump on the treadmill and get them. Give know, it a little more. Because, man, a lot of people come up to me and like, man, you have no idea like what you've done for me. I it, admire it makes, fitness oh, professionals in general. Makes you feel so much better. You're one of them who I look up to in this way where it's like your sacrifice. So fitness for most fitness professionals was the, for me, I'll talk about it, like was my getaway. When I was in high school, when I was like, I was, soccer was my favorite thing in the world. I played my whole life. That's all I did. And the gym was like, even a step away from that. Like yeah. when soccer was stressing me out or like something happened with a coach or whatever. an hour of, of you. I just need to be with you. me and like fucking repping out weight yeah. and like feeling that pain of breakdown and knowing I'm getting stronger from it. It was therapy for me. And what happens, like this is why I really, uh, I admire fitness professionals because they take a hobby 
and they make it a lifestyle. I know it's tough. And the to danger do. is it's no longer like your therapy. No, it's, it's your not. life. Yeah. So that was what I was scared of when I was little. Because I knew of, like the beauty of you know, it, bro, is like you make your own schedule, you get to help people, you live your life in a gym. So fun, so cool. That's what people see from the outside. But the truth is, you've now lost what was your getaway. Yeah. So for a lot Yo, of us, the last thing I want to do that. is go to the gym. Yep. As crazy as it sounds, and I'm every in the single gym. person I'll sit down with, that's a fitness. <sighs> the last thing I want to do, shit. man, I want to get out of the gym, and it's hard to motivate myself. It's like, oh my god, I just gave everything I could to 120 different people. You yeah. know, like two classes in the morning, 130, 140 different people for those two hours. The last thing I want to do is go in and like try to like motivate myself. I'm like, oh man, and I don't want to play martyr role. But because like really somebody's like, seriously, dude, you're a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor and you're whining. And I'm like, I'm not whining. No, of My course point not. I is, love it. It is remarkable what people sacrifice to be a top level group fitness instructor, to be a top level trainer. It is so hard. It's why we have to like I'm making a push working with Talent Hack, connected with Talent Hack, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, shout out, to Talent shout out to Talent Hack at the Talent Hack on Instagram. It's a awesome job platform. site for uh, fitness professionals, but also just a space for us to connect and, and talk about what's going on in the industry. And, um, you know, like Talent Hack is really bringing up situations that are problems right now in the industry. And one of them is we're not taking care of ourselves. Like Gabe Snow posted on one of the Talent Hack things the other day and said, it's the number one problem in the group fitness industry is the hypocrisy that comes with healthy lifestyle, pushing and promoting healthy lifestyle. Yet most of us don't sleep enough. Never most of sleep. Us I don't even know what that S word is. Yep. Like what never is sleep. Yet it's the number one recovery tool ever to exist and nothing will ever surpass it. It's funny. Sleeping. I used to like talk shit and be like, ah, sleep and I'm dead, you know? But yeah. now I'm like, man, I really do need <laughs> I to really, sleep. I really, I like trying to be right a badass. Now. Like, ah, sleep and I'm dead. I don't need to sleep. And now I'm getting older. I'm like, yo, I need to sleep or I'm going to die. Yeah. I really will die. <laughs> and everybody's different. I mean, like, I, I ran for two and a half years on three to five hours of sleep every <sighs> it's night. tough, man. And like, I was cool with that. And now because I'm doing a lot more like sitting down conversational work and not just like high energy things, my life allowed me to do three to five hours of sleep because. No matter what, I had to be on a microphone in front of 60 people. So, like, when that happens, you find a way to turn on. Yeah. Whereas, if you're sitting at a desk, the three to four to five hour sleep schedule is probably not going to serve you very much because you're going to be falling asleep at your desk. Yeah. So, it's like. You're already like in. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're like sitting down. You're like, you're oh, like wow, shit, this seems really familiar. Like, two hours ago, I was <laughs> doing the really same thing. <laughs> you know, and like, you, it doesn't work for everybody. So, when people are like, oh, how do you sleep three to five hours? I'm like, dude, you put me on a mic on a stage. You're going to wake up too. If you yeah, but like that. after that, Mike, I'm crashing. I'm crashing. like, I feel like crap. And usually what I try, I like, it's very hard for me to work out in the evening. I like to, I like to wait. I used to like to wake up and work out before I did anything. Yeah. I'd wake up at 4.30 and work out before I'd go to work. Yeah. But now I can't really do that. You know, like I got to wake, wake up, work, and then go right into working out. I normally like take the Barry's class that's after mine. Yeah. And then go to the gym like yeah. a few hours later. Oh my God, I've already been up for like 10 hours. Yeah. And it's only like one o'clock. It's like it's something that, that the day's over. We're going to. The day's not even over. It's something I want to work on as I'm, you know, trying to be making waves in this industry and looking at how can we create better lives for fitness professionals. So then if we're living better lives, our clients will live better lives. That's what I believe. And when you look at this situation, like, you're not doing anybody a service by sleeping three hours. Like you you're not helping yourself or in, anybody that you're teaching, you know, like you're missing out. So the pro to me, the biggest problem is we have to trade our hours for 
pay. So like if you're not working, you're not making money in the fitness industry. Whereas like you get two week vacations when you do a nine to five or you get like, you know, you can do like if you did an online business where you're getting residual income, like this is happening while you're sleeping. Like you're getting money for a book you wrote or a thing you put online or whatever. And like, I'm still working. Like, even though I'm not in the room, like I got to think of like new music. I got to think of new, like, but you can only make as much as, as many hours as you can work. I don't know if that made sense, but you can't (laughs) make money as a fitness professional unless you're in that hour of work. That's it. So that's part of the challenge. And what I'm trying to do is find a way for, fitness professionals to be valued where like, sorry, dude, $40 an hour is not enough for a personal trainer. I was on the phone with a personal trainer in England. I want to say she was, and she was, she reached out to me from the podcast and she's like, can we talk? Like, I have a question for you. Here's my question. I was like, all right, let's get on a call. And she was like, seriously. So we did a, a literally an hour long call and, um, she was in England and she was telling me she makes $4 us dollars an hour personal training. Well, yeah, but because the gym takes most of it, like 75%, 80%, and the sessions are really cheap. Now, she's in like a part of England where that's what the general rate is, but $4 an hour, dude. Four. You know your worth, man. Like, it's just not okay. And $4. that's where that's where I'm like, yo. You couldn't get anything in people New York. Don't Maybe a pack realize. of gum. We're the preventative. This measure. coffee was seven. Yeah. I had a $7 coffee. It was pretty good. The people don't understand how important this stuff is because we are the space between someone getting into the hospital and not. We're preventative measure. See, doctors are so important. Of course, I'm not shooting down doctors. Doctors are wildly important when someone gets sick. Brother's a doctor. Shout out. Shout out, Dr. Charles Wilson. But what's... It's interesting. Your brother is the person who takes care of the people when the sickness happens. I'm the person and you're the person that prevents somebody from ever getting the sickness to happen. So we're not valuing the fitness industry enough yet. I think we're coming to that point where we are looking at fitness professionals as like legitimized, like serious jobs because these people are the preventative measure to getting people out of the hospital to making sure it never happens. You know, physical therapy is, okay, I've been in the hospital. How can we get me back into good shape and, you know, getting over that injury? But we are the, the guide of people getting away from spending time in the hospital. Or That's true. You, know? you got to know your worth, man. I mean, I've been there. I've been at the $4, you know, I've been there. Yeah. And I just, it didn't matter to me. Like, I wasn't doing it for the money because right. I knew eventually – how hard and how good I was, I was going to make money regardless. Yeah. Which is, that's that's another mindset, you know? Like, I didn't care that I was, you know, here we go. So, on the couch for six yeah. years. Yeah. I didn't care because I knew one year I'm going to be a beast. I'm going to make that money. So, and you like, believed it so the like, whole time. I knew it. I knew it, dude. I knew it. And I had someone who believed in me who helped. Yeah. I mean, like, besides my family, you know, like, I was listening to your podcast with Trevor. Like, man, same thing. I mean, my parents worked their ass off. You yeah. know, like, I didn't come from money. You yeah. know, like... They worked their ass off. My dad was on the roof yeah. his whole life, you yeah. know, like shingles, side, you know, everything, construction. My mom's a teacher, yeah. you know, just hardworking, blue collar. And I knew, like, one of my uh, superiors in Barry's knew that, shout out to Robbie. I don't know if he's listening. He knew. He's like, man, I know you got something. He's like, you got something. Yep. You got something. He's like, eventually, you know, it'll pay off. And I knew. But, I mean, that's just, like, how it was. Like, you work your ass off, you know, eventually – Something will come, you know, like it, even when it gets hard, like you got to go, th- you got to go through hell to get, you know, 
So before I get, get into that, like the the Eric side of that, shout out to the Robs of the world who are like, <laughs> seriously, like that's that's what I try and <coughs> commit to is like I might be the one person, and you do this. I don't know if you pay attention to yeah, it, dude. I do, I, it I do it because you need it. You're the one. You're the one person maybe that day that told someone they're worth it or that they can do it. Yo, I like, try to do that so much. Like, I don't think people realize like how much, like if you go up to, like I'll like go up to somebody, mute the mic and be like, yo, you're doing, you're fucking badass. Yep. You know, I see you with those 20 pounds. Yep. You're doing good. And that dude, that could make somebody's day. Yeah. Week. And like, like, I mean, even I need it. Like, that's why that's why I needed to wake up and tell myself it cuz you know like not somebody you wasn't doing it for you cuz nobody's going to yeah. do it for you but like it is a beautiful thing to have somebody come up to be like yo Eric you know like you're a fucking badass So I and believe like, in oh, we, we've talked I about it on, on the show this on this this topic on the show before what you want in your life you got to be able to give first so like you want financial abundance be willing to give like somebody something if you want energy, you better be willing. This is a perfect example for you. You better be willing to be that source of energy. Got, yeah. So if you want something, It'll come back tenfold. Man. It will come back, but you got to give it first. So when you're looking at like, oh man, like I need karma? that good energy in my life. I need that positivity in my life. Go walk up to someone and say, "Hey, man, I just want to tell you you're doing a great job." It's like, like you're you believe awesome. in good karma, like shit. It's kind of like good karma. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I mean, like I, I kind of call it different things, but what do you call it? It's like there's law of correspondence. Like you can only see what's I forget the what they literally you title it see. as, but you can only like see in your life what's in your life. So if it's happening in front of you, the only reason it's happening in front of you in front of you is because it's within you. There's yeah, some, like, dude. Some way. Yo, good follows good, man. I believe in that too. Law like if you just keep, yeah, yeah, if you just keep doing good, something will come, man. Totally. So like that, that to me, if you want, it's a big, big answer to a lot of people's questions and they don't trust it because they're not patient enough. You have to say, okay, I want a good job. I'm going to like help someone at work and like get a job get you know a like good job like help someone else i don't know like that's a dumb example but but yeah but yeah give what you want to get not with the also you can't go in with the attention of like i'm only doing this because i want to get something out of yeah, it yeah. because then it's i need more money so like i'm definitely going to do this right so like i i know i want to build my following and people who listen to me my mission on the podcast with everybody coming on is I, my mission is to get more people hearing Eric Ivan Wilson. That's yeah, my goal today. Go. That's my focus. I want people to hear how awesome this guy is, his energy, the type of man he is. I want him to have a platform to be able to share that. My mission today is to do that with Eric and for Eric. That's what I'm doing. I'm My intention is not like, okay, how are we going to build up Let's Go? Yeah, how yeah, are we going to yeah. build the podcast? Literally, but it'll I, come. It'll come because – All yeah. that's going to come because I'm giving it to you. My mission is to give you that space. It'll come back to me when it's supposed to come back. I mean, that's the same that's the same mindset I had when I was on the couch making dude. I don't really I don't even like not I don't making. have this yeah, uh, not making money. I don't even care. I don't even care about like saying that like, oh yeah, that is rude. Um, I have like no sympathy for like, oh, I was so broke and this. I don't care, man. I I was, I'm glad I was broke. It, right. it, I loved it. Taught you a lot. Yo, taught me a persistence. And I never changed the way I taught. I never changed the way mm -hmm. I acted. I was always, mm -hmm. you know, empathetic about, like, my clients. And I always was pushing them. I always had the energy. I always was, you know, individualizing people in class. Yo, I see you at that fucking 11. Let's go, baby, yeah. you know? I Because I knew eventually it, like, 
it would pay off. Yeah. Eventually, it would pay off. You know, like I know it's hard and it sucks. I had two people in my classes. I think they canceled the time yeah. that I. I only had like the one p.m. on like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and like yeah, pretty sure they canceled them. I didn't care. Yeah. I knew if I just keep doing this, it, it's going to come back. I'm going to go hard. Like so if I was that? miserable in class and the class sucked and I was like, I'm not making money. This sucks. It, I would have got nowhere. You got to be positive, man. And like I tried to give back to all my clients. Like I know I'm nuts in class. And like if you can go through it and push yourself, like, you know, let me push you. You know, that's that's a fucking cool thing. You know, what's the um when you think about the fitness industry and we're coming to a close here, we're close. Oh. Um. When you think about the fitness industry and what you've learned in the time, God, we could do this for two hours. Oh, man, two days. Um, I love it, though. What is the – what's the biggest lessons you've learned about life? Oh, man. That the fitness industry taught taught me life. Jesus. I mean – Tell me. Give me more info about that because that – Patience. Okay. Patience. How so? I mean, there's no quick fix to anything. Like, to getting in the shape that – to getting in shape or getting stronger or looking the way you want to do or feeling the way you want to feel, it's going to take time. And like to have patience to not give up and to keep working out and keep eating healthy. And, you know, consistency is another word that I always like. Before you go to consistency from patience, patience. my question is, are you scared of where the fitness industry is going? Because everything is can you do it in less time? Can you do it without as much work? It depends how you take it. Okay, less work? Ahead. No, I don't like that. I think, I think it should be hard. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to challenge you. Right. It's it, it just a fitness like anything fitness wise. Anything fitness, and I mean, anything I would good, never really anything yeah, you me. do. I mean, anything good doesn't come easy. You know, like it, it's it's hard to you know. Fitness is hard. It's supposed to be hard though. It's supposed to challenge right, you. It's supposed right. to try to break you down. You know, like. I love a class that tries to break me. Hell yeah. Like that, I wish I was at that Roan event. Yeah. Oh, had my oh, legs broke. Fired up, dude. I would have been nuts. I would have been like, I can't fucking walk. I love it. Let's yeah. go. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's great, man. It's good to challenge you because it, it, right. it tests your ability to, like, oh, are you going to give up? Yeah. Because if you give up in fitness, if you give up in a room of, of an hour of it's solely you. Right. You know, like no one's forcing you to do another rep. No right, one's forcing right, right. you to run that extra 15 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to push you, but like it's up to you to do it. Yeah. If you give up on yourself, you're giving up on yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't be fucking weak. Push like, through it. Get strong. If you give up on yourself, you're, you're giving, giving up on yourself. You're giving up on yourself. You should never give up on it's yourself. Real. Like, don't ever doubt yourself. Like a lot of people come in and they'll be like, yo, like, yo, this is what we're going to do. And the first thing thing is, oh, I can't do that. Don't get that in your head. Right, right, yes, right. you can. Yeah. Just the same thing. Your mind goes way before your body. Immediately you think, you got to do what? Like squat for three minutes. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Yeah. Why would you think that? Yeah. Your mind is fucking strong. If you can't, if you think you can't do it, I bet you you can't do it. Yeah. You know, like you go into like, a, like it, it's just anything with like, with life or like, you know, getting a job or hitting an interview or like doing a game. Like if you go into an interview and think, I'm going to suck. This sucks. I'm not going to get this job. You probably won't. Right. right. You know, like if you go into a game, like a football game, and you're like, that's what I learned from like sports. Like if we go into a wrestling match or a game and you think like, I'm going to lose. This is terrible. 
Yeah, you are. You're yeah, definitely already lost. You're already lost. You already lost. You're you got to wake up. That's the same thing with like waking up and being like, oh, this sucks. I'm tired. Like, yeah, you are tired. Wake up and be like, yo, I'm a fucking beast. Right. You know, like that's, that's start your day off. I walk into classes. I'm like, that's why I get fired up. I'm like, yo, I'm about to crush this class. Who knows if I will, but I'm going to make my mind think I am. Like, yo, I'm about to fucking beast this class. So Jim Quick, do you know who Jim Quick is? He's this, he's a... Uh, he works with like memory and mindset. Ooh. He's kind of building in the speaking space now. Uh, he's been around for a couple of years, but super smart, like wildly smart guy. Teaches businesses how to be more effective and efficient. And one of the things I watched a video the other day of him, and his quote was so awesome. He said, "If you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them." And what he means by that is like, if we knew. If we knew how powerful our mind actually was, like it's not even something as humans we can comprehend. Yeah. He said, if you knew how powerful your mind was, you wouldn't ever say anything that doesn't serve you oh, or think anything that doesn't serve you. I like that. You. you would have, you would never put most of the thoughts that we put in our mind and in our space, we wouldn't even put them there. Wouldn't even because be there. he said, if people actually understood how powerful your intention is and like focus is, you would understand the science that when you put it in your space, you make it real. Yeah. When you say things like I'm not capable, you actually will not become, you'll become yeah. not capable. When you say I'm not good enough, you will actually not, not be, good, be good, enough. good enough. When you say I'm ugly, you will actually see yourself as ugly. When you say I'm not this, I'm not that, or I am this, oh, I'm this man. it so becomes true. real. So he said, if you fight for your, if you're constantly talking about your limitations, like I can only sprint at a 9.0, if you're constantly saying that, you probably can you're fighting yeah. for that to be true. You're just yeah. you're just speaking into the world. I can't run faster than nine. I can't run faster than nine. You're making it true. So if you fight for those limited beliefs, they will be there forever. But if you release them and or change the narrative, the fastest I can run is eleven. Or like that, even that is like a scarcity mindset. I can run faster than eleven. You start to find yourself doing things and thinking like, wow, okay, maybe let me hit ten. Ooh, 10.5. Oh, shit. 11. I'm yeah. Sure. And, like, you don't have to, like, jump to, like, 12. Like, get to 11.1. Yeah. All right, now next time, get to an 11.2. And then Absolutely. before you know it, you're like, wait, 11 is nothing now. Yeah, yeah. But that's, like, a that just comes with, like, a tough mentality. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, growing up, like, having, like, sports and, and a coach, like, pushing you to your limits, that helped me. And that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to be that coach to help you get past those limits. Because a lot of the people that... You know, in any class, like some people like never lifted a weight in their life. Some people never took a barrier. Some people never did this. And it's like, man, they don't even know what they're capable of doing. You right. know, so like I got to remind them like, yo, you can do it. Like, don't be scared. Don't yeah. like you can't get in with that mindset. You got to yeah. be tough. It's going to be hard. It's You're going to go fast. It's going to be heavy, but you can do it. You, you just got to you just got to do it. For me, exercise, like one of the biggest things that I always talked about when I was doing speaking events a lot. Um, and still to this day, I bring this up, the idea of muscle breakdown, the physical science behind when you're weight training is that you are creating what are called micro tears in your muscle. And I think yeah, I, yeah. I've talked about this on the podcast. That's the actual science of it. Literally right? like you're, it's like if you like Play-Doh back in the day or silly putty, like if you were to stretch it out, stretch it out, it starts to like kind of web like tear a little bit. That's the visual of what you want to see your muscle. Like your muscles are literally tearing at a they're microscopic like level. When you feel that pain and when you there's feel like that extra rep and you're like, ow, 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 ow. That's yeah, when you got to start repping shit out. That, <laughs> that's, that's really when you start repping so it out. 
a lot of times I've done workouts where I don't start counting until that first sensation of burn hits. But, uh, and then I'm like, I did four reps. I think reps. Muhammad Ali said that. Yeah. Like he, he, like he doesn't no start. Yeah, I don't count my is, sit-ups until I start feeling them. Yo, that's the truth of it. But try a workout like that one day. See how it changes you. But my point in that, that science and the way I replicate how I view the world in that way, if I'm not feeling like my muscles are breaking down, if I don't feel like my life is a shit show in some way or there's like – serious trial or struggle in some way i am very confident that i'm not growing stronger Mm -hmm. so like that process of breakdown must happen in order for you to yeah improve and grow because when you you have the the micro tears go down in your body and you start to shred your shit the next two days you're recovering and it's it's um, rebuilding that muscle and it's rebuilding it a little tighter a little little better a little little stronger. stronger That's why it's good That's to get why. broken down. Get like you know, like having like an even flow is like uh, like it's being like uh, like almost like complacent or comfortable. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah, I like getting up and down. That's just It'll doing your you, regular you know, workout. Like if you go and you do ten minutes on the elliptical, three curls, three overhead extensions, <laughs> and like ten squats. That's your workout, and it never really actually burns. Well, duh, you're not improving your of body. Course. You're maintaining, and if you want a life of maintenance. Great. But then it's like, yo, if that's what you want, hey, look, that's what you want. Totally. Great. I'm cool Good with life you. and maintenance. If that's what you're happy. You just got to be okay with it. Yeah, as long like, as you're happy. That but like, don't, gonna... yeah, don't complain. Don't come to me. People well, who are living the maintenance mindset and then are expecting greatness and improvement, I'm like, yo, you say one thing and you're doing the other. Yeah. So the challenge is, are you actually, like, I literally, and I, this sounds fucked up, I celebrate mm-hmm. breakdown. And I, I actually, which has been beautiful, I was telling Eric how I kind of started this podcast um, and why it's important to me. It was like a verbal journal for me. I was able to like speak my mind out. And I, I think it. that when someone goes through trials and it, I think it's foolish not to share your experience with other, others because you might prevent someone else from having to go through that shit show because you kind of guided them through it. So like that's where the podcast came in as a really important thing for me. And the past few months, if you were listening I talked about, like, I am in a shitty place. I was, like, saying on the podcast for weeks, <laughs> I'm not happy. In like, life? Things are, yeah, just life. Like, there was a lot of change going on, ups and downs, and I was on the deep down, like, really down, like, depressed, sad about a bunch of shit, like, didn't know where I was going next step. Things weren't working out like I had envisioned them. And I just kept saying, like, I know there's a reason for this. Dude, and I literally that's when had I it thrive on the, the best, man. Yep. When I'm down and broken down, that's usually when, if you just keep pushing, there's that stupid freaking picture that I always see, like uh, the somebody guy digging the, gold. Yeah, 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 and he yep. like, if he would just go and a little harder. And the guy harder, walking away with the guy the walking away. Yep. Yeah, but, I mean, it's so true, man. When I get broken down, but it's like it, you can either get, you know, you either make or break it. You know, like when you're down and you're, you, you can't get stuck in the lows. Right. You can't get stuck there because you will get broken down and you will give up and you will get depressed and like stay in that, stay in that area. But if you just keep pressing, like there's a, like, there's so many like, you know, analogies. Like there's the light at the tunnel. Right, right. Like light if you keep going, yep. it'll like, it's usually, I love when, I love and hate it. But like when I'm like really, really depressed and I'm broken down and I'm like, oh my God. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. I can't get through this. Like, I can't even, like, works hard. And, like, I can't even work out. Like, I'm eating shitty. And, like, you know, family and f- everything's going wrong. That's usually when, like, something opens up and I just keep pushing and I do my best. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, you know, today, I got to beast mode. I got to wake up, kick this class's ass. I got to go run. I love it. You know, like, that's when I do my best. When Dude, I just and that's a what, there's a, there's a quote 
I think it's J.K. Rowling who wrote all the Harry Potter books. I think so. And the quote is something like, and so I built, I hit rock bottom. And so I built that as my, the foundation of my life or something like that. Like J.K. Rowling's story is crazy in that zero dollars coming in and then the yeah. book was created Boom. and like the whole, I mean it always yeah but that's how it but always that's how is it works. man that's you how it is you gotta taste dirt in order to know where you're gonna be building the foundation of your life so when you're in a shitty place if we're and if we can leave you with anything today this is my shout out if you are struggling right now as much as it hurts celebrate it if you've lost a big chunk of money celebrate it if you're not getting the job that you want, celebrate it. If you just got broken up with, celebrate it. If you just lost lost a loved one, celebrate their life. Don't cry about it. Like yeah. these are the things that if you can take them and make them the foundation of your being, now it'll you make have some you stronger. That, it's yeah, the they, same they thing they with will. like the muscle breakdown. You right? know, like that's such that's a good comparison. I mean, like you're literally ripping and tearing your muscles. You are breaking those muscles down to right. where you literally, you know, like if you go to where you should go, like you can't even like pull that weight. You can't even pull that weight up. You got to drop it and shake it off. You're literally ripping and tearing, like get your life, you know, like you don't want to, but like if your life is like breaking and tearing you down, it's going to make you better. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you stronger. Any success story, man, everybody like it. It's so true. It's so true, man. Rip through it. Like go a little bit more, a little bit harder, but that's also about being fucking tough, man. You got to be fucking tough. And it doesn't mean like, Tough as and like you got to be the strongest in the fans. It's just like having that mindset. Like I don't care if I'm making no money and nothing's going for me. I'm gonna keep being a fucking beast. I'm gonna be a badass and I'm gonna. It's something eventually will give. Because it's gonna give. Something will give. You know. Yep. That's why fitness is the shit, dude. And that's why lifting is the best thing for you. Yeah. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. And for like you, lifting man. it for for Eric, it's lifting for you. Figure out what it is that's your space that challenges you. Like if you're a writer. And you are very used to writing a certain type of way. Like, challenge yourself to go totally out of that way. Like, do something super uncomfortable. Not because it's going to be fun or cute, but because breaking down is the only way to build up. Yeah, it's the man. only way. It's so true. It's the only way. And we only think, like, we see the... Um, well, we think of it as such a negative, like, getting broken right. down. And, oh, my God, this is happening to me. I can't do anything. Like, immediately when you, like, when someone gets, like, torn down, they think, like, it's a terrible thing. Like, why is this happening to me? You gotta, you gotta, like, you, you just gotta... What is it? My favorite quote is, uh, cowboy up. Cowboy up. Cowboy up, man. It's such a good fucking quote. My dad engraved that in me, you know? Like, when you fall down, you gotta get back up. Yeah. You gotta get back up, you know? Yeah, I love it. So, uh, to finish us up, on the episode, we always finish with kind of a let's go mindset. So, so my question for you is to leave the listener today with anything like something that you kind of live by or something that can inspire them to like when they hang up this, when, when the, when the podcast comes to a close, I want them to be just fired up out of their mind. What do you got for us? I'm putting you on the spot. Ooh, I mean, I like that cowboy up quote, man. Yeah, you, man. Like, you're going to get bucked off the bull. You got to hop the fuck back on and ride it. You know, like it, it, life is tough. It is tough. And you're going to have ups and downs, but you got to stay strong. You got to stay positive. You know, I love how you were talking about, uh, you know, like you're only like what you are if you feed, you know, give off. Like be do something positive for somebody. Yeah. I try like luckily I'm in the industry to where like I'm always like it's. What what I'm doing is positive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm always trying to better somebody. Man, that'll that'll come back tenfold. You know, like Absolutely. whatever it is in your, you know, whatever it is you're doing in your occupation or life, 
you got to help somebody out, man. It's not it, last of the Mohicans, man. There's not a lot of people out there that you know are trying to do good in the world and trying to you know help people out. Luckily, I'm in that industry where I help somebody out every day. But um, I love it. I don't know, you know, just try to be a good person. It's hard. It's hard nowadays. I try to do my best to. It's hard. And if you allow it to be hard, it'll be hard. But if yeah. you make it, if you make you it, make it your a commitment you know? to me, like if nothing stands in the way of you doing the right thing and being a good person, then nothing will stand in the way of you being a Shout good person. Shout out to all person. my BMFs. There you go. Um, where can we find you, dude? How, if people want to reach out to you. Insta? Insta? Er, it's Eric Ivan. Everybody thinks it's Eric Van Wilson. <laughs> Eric Van Wilson. Alec Van Wilson. Eric Van Wilson. Uh, I love gold. It's uh, it's Eric Ivan. Ivan is actually my middle name. There we go. At Eric E R I C K C K E R I C K E R I C K I V A N Wilson. That's my Instagram. So that's the man. Reach out to him there. Barry's. Where are you teaching? Kind of all over. Man, they throw us all over. I'm mainly at Chelsea though. I'm at the Chelsea location a lot. Cool. Early morning, six, seven a.m., ten forty-five, and then I'm in the NoHo Studios on the weekend. Go meet him. Tell him you. Uh, you saw him on or heard him if on the Let's Go like podcast. You see like a little meatball. If you hear something but you don't see anybody, just look down. He's and then probably you see there. like a meatball. <laughs> that's so stupid. That's a good one. If you hear something, he said that's a good one. If you hear something, you don't see anybody. <laughs> so I want to give a big shout out again to our Samsung family. We are here at the uh, eight three seven studio, Samsung Studio. It's beautiful, phenomenal space to be able it to share awesome. this. Uh, you can follow Samsung on Instagram at Samsung Mobile USA, on Facebook at Samsung US, Twitter at Samsung Mobile US. You guys know you can always follow me on Instagram at Nick Pags Fit. Uh, when you're posting about Let's Go, please feel free to tag Samsung. I would love you to uh, tag them on on one of those uh, that I just mentioned. And we always hashtag Team Galaxy, hashtag Samsung Experience. Shout out to you, Samsung, for hooking us up. Damn, Eric, you did really well there. <laughs> wow. I can't breathe. That was a lot. <laughs> Um, but I've got to give them a shout-out, man. They just, yeah, this space dude, this is, is incredible. Such a good space. What a blast. So like, if you haven't been here, come out. by in the meatpacking industry in New York City. Eric, thanks for being a part of it Yo, today, thank bro. you for inviting that me, man. It was a blast, man. Yeah, let's go. All right, guys. We'll see you all in the backflips. We're going to go do backflips right now. Make sure you rate, subscribe, share it with somebody. Please share it with somebody that you think could benefit from it. That's all yeah. I'm asking from this thing, man. Share it with somebody. It could be the one thing that shifts someone's total perspective and adjusts the way that they're – Life is could gone. make somebody's day, you know. There you go. So, One shout out to you day. for listening and 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 committing to yourself today. And uh, I'll see y'all in the be next a fucking episode. badass. Be a badass. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, fam. I want to acknowledge you today for taking leaps and bounds towards a more epic life. Your support and attention is so greatly appreciated, and I never take it for granted. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you would continue to be a part of the Nick Packs Fit Fam. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And I'll see y'all on the next episode.